السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 17th of Jumad al-Ula. 1444 we present to you our report back on last week's activities and the title is our trip to cape town alhamdulillah rabbil alamin monday right up to saturday the programs were going very well in the early part of the morning and that is before fajr may almighty allah accept it it's only his fadl his grace his mercy that envelops us and thereafter remember that you know our tafsir also we have in the morning and that is we just take one two verses or three verses and then between 105 to 130 yes last week we completed surah mutaffifin with the grace and mercy of allah and then at the archives so now we have started surah ahqaf chapter 26 then you know chapter the chapter 46 and the 26 part of the noble quran so chapter 46 and the 26 part of the noble quran and thereafter the q and a still our flagship program with the help and mercy of almighty allah jalla wala Tuesday was the blessed of marriage mashallah then Tuesday evening I went to Darul Zakaria to meet Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab he was very happy he said he knew I'll be coming and you know he was expecting me so mashallah so we had matters of bilateral importance and then Hazrat told Bukhari Sharif and I participated and then we had some questions and what have you so it was very good and then I came back here and to the masjid and mashallah my brother Muhammad Khan and them were waiting for me his son Wasim come Allah Ta'ala reward them and I did the tafsir of surah inna a'tayna because I told them that Wednesday I have to leave for Cape Town and now I'm a bit of in a hurry so therefore so the previous week I did wal asri and this week inna a'tayna Then mashallah on Wednesday my brother Khalil he sent his driver he they one of my students mashallah and then the Lilies Lilies is the driver's name so I joke with him I ask him Lilies where's the chilies so anyway remember that we were there at the airport early about 10:30 and then i just went and checked in and so forth but they didn't give my luggage because it was still very early sometime you put your luggage in too early then they break in and they steal and so forth but i just took my boarding pass and so forth all that was arranged already online allah ta'ala reward my brother in cape town shadli for arranging all that 
And then I did the program, Bliss of Marriage, from the airport. And then, mashallah, that we had lunch day at the airport. We read Zohar Salat. And then we went to give our luggage and what have you. So all that worked out fine. It was a two-hour flight plus minus. So we left about 2.30, arrived there at 4.30 in Cape Town. And then Mona Anwar Peters. Mona Anwar Peters, he and his brother, Mona Talib Peters, mashallah, studied at Darulum, Newcastle, and they did the entire course there. Both of them very, very good family, good students. Allah, Jalla, has taken a lot of work from him. So last week, 10 days ago, 11 days ago, we were in Darulum, Newcastle. 50 years has passed. Mona Qasim Sema, rahimahullah, started Darulum, Newcastle in 73. And mashallah, we find that, you know, 25 students graduated there at Dalum Newcastle that was 10 11 days ago and here now in Qasimul Uloom the Jalsa was on Sunday yesterday and 14 students mashallah graduated there and as ulama and 3 as huffaz Allah Jalla accepted the 25 years now in you know existence this was the 20th group mashallah the 20th graduation ceremony so, mashallah, Morana came, and then he took me there to Lansdowne, you know. So that is where we stay. We're very, very comfortable there. And the person to whom it belongs is a doctor, medical doctor. After becoming a doctor, he, mashallah, went to study at Qasib Ulum. So he's my student, student. So, mashallah, so Dr. Nazir. So he was gone, mashallah, to the wilderness. And he, the family was there, you know. So they made all the proper arrangements for us and so forth. So the first thing we wanted to do was to read Asr Salat because now by the time we reached there was 5.30, quarter to 6, 6 o'clock and I needed to rest also because, you know, we had to wake up early and so forth. And Maghrib Salat there is about 8 o'clock, 5 to 8, 8 o'clock. So, mashallah, so all that was done, read Asr Salat, rested everything and then after that freshened up there at the flat was our brother Hassan Badat. I must recall, you know, praise him, salute him, and thank him from the bottom of my heart. He went out of his way, he and his appa, Allah, Jalla Allah, reward both of them. So I told Brother Hassan Badat that, you know, he brought all the things that we required there. So there, and Dr. Mulana Anwar also brought things and so forth. So Allah reward all of them. And we were very comfortable, like a five-star, four-star place, you know, and self-catering, wonderful, wonderful place, beautiful, wonderful. So the first program we had on Wednesday night was Majidur Rahman, and this is in Hanover Park. So I saw there was a big crowd there, and mashallah, from Maghrib to Isha. So they all know that before I start the program, you know, I told Mona Anwar and whoever is with me, that please you must arrange somebody to read the Kirat and Quran Sharif. Two, three minutes, five minutes also, it's fine. So every way they acceded to my request and youngsters were reading beautiful Kirat. So I just remembered when I said there, I said, you know, when I came here to Cape Town, it was in 1982. 
and there was an istima and it was in Hanover Park and the imam that time was Imam Simons is that correct they all said yes I was happy Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen so it was in that area there that the istima was held Imam Simons passed away I met him mashallah we were together in Hajj also once so Allah grant them all Jannatul Firdaus those who are alive Allah grant Siha Afiyah those who passed on Allah Jalla Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus so my topic that night Wednesday night was in Masjidul Rahman the Quran Sharif and Afghanistan so I said let us take the Quran Sharif it was it is it is the greatest miracle of Mustafa sallallahu sallam and I just mentioned few verses how it can inspire us motivate us and then the history of Afghanistan it was conquered in the time of Sayyidina Usman radiallahu an other parts of Afghanistan conquered by Amir Muawiyah radiallahu an and then when you come to our day and age the British came there thrice all three times they lost therefore Macmillan uh, their Prime Minister in 62 said first law of politics never invade Afghanistan but who is going to listen people are greedy they want to steal the minerals occupy the land the Russians came in 79 1990 they were defeated humiliated the whole Soviet Union disintegrated and then the Muslim countries got their independence they were under Russia and so forth so how did they manage to pull this off Afghanistan that the name is Khurasan and Ahmad Shah Abdali so Ahmad Masood Shah Abdali he changed the name to Afghanistan 277 years ago approximately so otherwise this is all still part of Khurasan the greater Khurasan and from there the army will come and liberate Palestine and so forth so imagine they defeated the British they defeated the Russians they defeated Americans and 47 other countries coalition of 48 so we should make dua for the Taliban and Allah Jalla grant them great great victory and the women there they don't know English they don't know how to read and write majority of them but they produce the greatest mujahideen of our time remember taking on these armies defeating them today mashallah that is their booty and spoils of war they're using the American helicopters and they're using the F-16 and they're using the planes and they're using the vehicles how and what a remarkable victory all Matilla gave so mashallah the people were very happy because majority of them first time heard you know about Afghanistan and its history and so forth and thereafter we read Isha and then we went back home because now we're exhausted so I told by Hassan Badat that he must arrange for me for Thursday, Friday, Saturday the Hanafi Masajid you know so where we can read Salat at 5 to 5, 10 to 5, 5 o'clock, because I'll start my program at 10 past 4 in the morning and end off at quarter to 5, with Moana Arafat, Hatia, Junaid Mota, Junaid Khan, and so forth. So he said, it's fine, it's all arranged. And he got three different venues. So that Thursday morning, we went to Anwarul Islam. Anwarul Islam is where Moana, uh, Moana Ilyas is. He's the son of Bashir Bai. Bashir Bai is one of the elders of the Tablik Jamaat. When Hazrat Ji, Hazrat Moana, Moana, 
Inamul Hassan Hanover Allah Marqadahu came to South Africa. He appointed five people as the Zimidar, as the leaders and most you know important people for the work of Dawud and Tabligh. Number one, Hajibai Padya, he was Amir, obviously. And thereafter was Shota Dadabaye in you know Johannesburg. And Chota now is related to me in the sense that his son married my niece, you know, my brother's daughter. So in that way, we got family. Allah give them all genital those. Then the third one, Mahatut Lasab of Stenger, he also passed away. And fourth one is Qari Abdul Hamid, who was here in Kirk Street. So these four all passed away. Only by Bashir is left. He's also 85 years old Islamically, 82, 83 years old Gregorian calendar. So he's very old, but much. Mashallah, still mobile, still active, man of lot of wisdom, mashallah. So we had a program there after Fajr, and I just chose a hadith. There I chose a hadith that seven people, Allah will give them Jannat al-Firdaus, and they'll be under the shade, and there'll be no other shade on that day. So then we read Ishraq Salat, and then we go. So mashallah, when I go back home, then I start all my work, you know, sending out all the messages and sending out the E, uh, the answers to the emails and the whatsapp and so forth and then breakfast and then sleep because we tired the long long days and then mashallah we had enough food everything so thursday we had lunch there and then thursday afternoon so then we made arrangements that the program will be all these arrangements were done long time before in medina Marcus. So the Medina Marcus is also the Dr. Nazir's one, mashallah. So he made it very nice, you know, and so forth. And a good crowd was there. This is in Kenwan. So we reached there, mashallah, and I saw a lot of ulama there, mashallah. So from our Dalum, Newcastle students, our Cape Town ulama, and so forth. So it was wonderful to meet all of them. Mona Anwar Peters was there. Mona Shahid Shabshuddin, Mona Ashtaf Lamara, Mona Dawood Samson, and so forth. And so many other ulama were there. So who studied at Darulum and so forth. And maybe other institutions and many youngsters also. So that night, now Thursday night, we spoke about first the importance of Jumu'ah. And then I spoke about the Quran Sharif. What does the Quran Sharif tell us regarding what surahs to read and so forth? The Hadith Sharif tells us why Surah Kahf. So it's a message for the youth, is a message for the ulama, is a message for the corporate world. So that is why Surah Kahf is so important. And then we discuss Iraq, you know. So the people were fascinated. Iraq is the land of Sahaba. That first is the land of Ambiya. Nabi Yunus alayhi salam is buried. The land of Sahaba. Hazrat Salman Farsi radiallahu anh. Sayyidina Huzaifa bin Yaman. Abdullah bin Jabir radiallahu anh. I went to all their graves, mashallah, the Sahaba. The land of Awliyaullah. Hazrat Pirani Pir. Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani. Nawalallah barqadahu. Hazrat Junaid Baghdadi. Hazrat Ma'roof Karakhi. And a list of others. The land of jurists. Imam Abu Hanifa, rahimahullah, buried in Azamiya. Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal, rahimahullah, buried next to the Tigris River. And then I mentioned to them who is Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal. How did he obtain the title of Imam Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah? They were whooping him, lashing him, and he told them, Baini wa bainakum yawm al-janaza. 
between me and you will be the day of my janaza. 800,000 people attended the janaza. And remember, 20,000 people approximately embraced Islam. So these are our great, great giants. Remember that we must read about them instead of wasting time with World Cup and other Hollywood, Bollywood, Robin Hood nonsense. So these are the real knowledge. It will inspire us, motivate us. And mashallah, then we spoke of Qazi Abu Yusuf, the first chief, chief justice in the history of Islam. So all these places, with Allah's help, we visited Iraq, the Sayyidina Hussein, radiallahu anhu, Karbala, how he gave his life in the defense of Islam in Maidane Tufuf. So all this we spoke, mashallah, by Hassan Badat was taking around everywhere. And everywhere we to reach in time, mashallah. So he got two vehicles. So one is like a panel van and one is like a car. So whichever one is available, we just go. So Allah Ta'ala reward him. So that was now Thursday night. Then Friday morning we went there, mashallah, to Masjid Zakaria. Named after Hazrat Sheikh Mona Zakaria Sheikh these youngsters there and the ulama there and imam and them they got good ta'alluq and what Haji Ahmad Nakhuda so he also passed away in Medina Munawara on a Friday Allah Ta'ala grant him Haji uh, Ahmad Nakhuda Jannat Al-Firdaus and you know he, that is why he made hijrat 40-50 years ago he's from Leslie and yeah Leandra and then you know I met his, his elders also and so forth Hazrat Mohammed Zubair Ali and Mawlana our, you know, Nakhudasab and all of them, they used to teach in a madrasa there. That time there was no masjid in Leslie in Andra. They had that musalla and so forth. So we used to read salat there. So nevertheless, so that was now we went there. So we explained to them what is expected of us on a Friday. The Imam Sab Sheikh Fahim also read Surah Alif Lam Mim Sajda. So all that happened on Thursday afternoon. That that I mustn't forget. So I mentioned about you know that Wednesday night about Imam Twanguru, and then Hassan Badat told me that you know what I'm here over twenty twenty five years, but I never been there. So I said, "How come we go?" So we went, mashallah, Thursday afternoon. He. Uh, that is Hassan Badat, myself, my wife, because I'll explain to you why my wife came birth and so forth. And then Faisal also was there. Faisal Bai is a special Khadim attendant of Bai Bashir, mashallah. So four of us. So the three men, we went inside there, the graveyard. My wife obviously remained in the car. She didn't come inside. Obviously not permissible. And then, you know, the serene feeling. And the gates, everything locked up. But they got the board there. If you come, then go there. The nearby one person got the key. So we went there. And by Faisal went there, brought the key. And then we read, made dua there by Imam Twanguru. Who is Imam Twanguru? Sheikh Abdullah Qazi Abdul Salam, his full name, an alim, a hafiz, a sheikh. And remember that he wrote the first Quran from memory at Roman Island from 1781 to 1793, 13 years. Then they released him as a political prisoner. And thereafter they allowed masjid, the first masjid. He, they were responsible in building it. 
the land and sand was donated by Sarki Fandikap. So she's also buried there. We made special dua for her and all the other marhumin. These are our pioneers with Sheikh Yusuf of Makasa and so forth. So I've been there to Sheikh Yusuf Makasa's place several times. So I said, let's just go here. Yeah. Nearby, not far also. And that was Thursday afternoon. And then my wife's nephew came from Malaysia. So he is a big doctor, professor in finance and Islamic finance. He's teaching there in university. So they invited him here to Cape Town to deliver some lectures. And Friday he was going away. So we made some arrangements. We will meet. So after Imam Twanguru, Rahimahullah, then we went there, met him, Ziyad, Ovi, Muhammad. So his parents passed away, Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus, and he is there for many, many years, he, his wife, and Muawiyah. When I went to Malaysia, we went there to their house and so forth. So mashallah, so that also got done, and that was now the Thursday night. And I told you we were in Medina Marcus for that Thursday night program. Friday morning we were there in Masjid Zakaria, and then again until Ishraq, and then we all read Salat. They were very, very happy. Some extra brothers also came because, you know, nowadays with WhatsApp, you just pass the word around that Mufti AK will be here or this guest will be there. Then people come, mashallah. Thereafter, mashallah, we returned to our place and nice breakfast, everything healthy, hearty, and then send out messages and rest. Then I had to get ready for the khutbah. Now Sheikh Salih Humayd delivered the khutbah. And he is one of the oldest imams now. So he speaks the truth, you know. He doesn't uh, butter up and flatter the government too much. So remember that he's very intelligent. I believe he speaks over 12, 15 languages. Some people even say 12, 20, you know. I know my nephew and them met him. They spoke with him in English. They say he speaks very good English. We met him several times, but we speak Arabic, obviously. Nevertheless, so he spoke about facade, about corruption. And you know the people mustn't commit corruption, do corruption. And in the ending, he made a dua. Allahumma tawhir al-Majid al-Aqsa min al-Muhtallin al-Ghasibin. Ya Allah, purify and liberate Majid al-Aqsa from the usurpers and from the crooks and the steep people who are usurping it and stealing it. But he didn't use the word Yahud. So imagine how much pressure they apply. And MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, is there. So the message will come down they don't use the word Yahud and so forth so it's uh, you can say this in this day and this age our Makkah Mukarramah Madina Munawara Aqsa Mubarak all under the influence of the Jutlas and the Zionists what a shame and disgrace an indictment upon this Ummah over one billion we say and these Jutlas you must remember just 20-25 million or less remember that I'm actually exaggerating the number and they they can dictate to us it's absolute shame and disgrace so so the question i pose but who is guilty of the greatest corruption in saudi arabia is the government themselves the royal family mbs he's got the biggest houses biggest cars biggest yachts biggest planes everything they got so it's just a fool's one you know alice in wonderland a fool's paradise you tell people don't do corruption but the biggest corruption you perpetrating you commit all the haram and kufr and shirk you bring all these actors and actresses and all of them there and they have big big shows there rave shows 
The adhan, the volume must be decreased. But volume, uh, for musical, that must be increased. And then the LGBT uh, sympathetic drivers of the FW4 Formula 1, bikini beaches, all that is going on there. So the ulama are put into jail. Shein Dalum, Newcastle, 2010. Sheikh Salih Ali Talib was there. So he said to all the people, Jumma time, don't go to cinema. And there must be no mixing of the genders, male and female. Just because of that, he's in jail for 10 years. So imagine what Zalim, Tanpot, dictators, murtad traitors they are. And they bootlicking the Americans and the Israelis. So that is what you see there. Then Kolopas 12, we left. And for Jumma, we had to go there to Jamia Usmania. And it is in Yakelsfli. Nice name, that Yakelsfli Avenue, Bontyville. So because it's load shedding there, so every robot now is big problem. The robots are not working, the traffic lights. So we reached there about five minutes late. Otherwise, we were on time. So anyway, Mona Ashtaf Lamara started the program and so forth, and I entered. So I told him because there I supposed to be there around quarter to one and then ten to one or so start. So I started five to one and then I carried on till about twenty-five past. And I said that uh, you know twenty past or so. What are the challenges we are facing? So I spoke about the LGBT, spoke about Palestine, spoke about India, spoke about South Africa, spoke about the world scenario that the enemies are uniting and they want to obliterate and extinguish the noor of all Allah's deen. So all Allah has given us the best and we must share it with the rest. And we can see today the only religion that is increasing in all parts of the world Islam, everybody else is dying a natural death, and then was you know the adhan and the khutbah and all to deliver the khutbah. Then the Imam day is Sheikh Fahmi Sali. He's also my student, mashallah. I studied in Dalum, Newcastle, and after that we met him and we met Molana Giri. Giri he reads Quran very beautifully, so he was the uh, Imam and he read the Salat and he qualified there at Qasim Ulum. He's a teacher also, so. You know, one thing I find, I find amazing in Qasim ulum so many of them, the fathers, they graduated there, and then you find the son also coming and studying there. So that's very, very good, you know, very good that is, because now that they will inspire, motivate hundreds and thousands of people, father and son and so forth, inshallah, Aziz. Thereafter, now we had to go for lunch. So where we went for lunch, so we had to go fetch my wife and so forth. Then we landed up by our, you know, this uh, Badat, Hassan Badat, they brothers, they twins, you know. Hassan Badat is there in Cape Town, and Hussein Badat is here in Trichat. So where my niece and Moana Ismail Osman and my sister and them. So one, two time I even got mixed up. I said, but aren't you in Cape Town? He said, no, that's my twin brother. They look identical almost, you know. And both are big in size and so forth, mashallah, 180 kilos, 140 kilos, you know, bigger than me in size. So I'm 100 kilos, but they even beat me like, you know. So anyway, Allah give them both shifa. And Allah Ta'ala give both of them Siha and Afia. So this was Maulana Khatib's place. So this Maulana Mahmoud Khatib and them, they studied in Jalalabad by Hazraji. He graduated there in 1976. 
So when Hazrat Mahana Salimullah Khan Sab came to South Africa the first time, 1986, so now I had to come here to Dalun Zakaria to pick up Hazrat and then take him to Newcastle, take him to Durban and so forth, and I had to take that one week off basically. So I, Hazrat Mahana Qasim Sema gave me permission, so no problem. So we stopped there in Georgedale and we had a wonderful because Hazrat Muhammad Salimullah Khan Sahib was one of the greatest teachers of Jalalabad after Hazarji, after Muhammad Khan Sahib. There were two teachers who were like the greatest, Allama Rafiq Sahib and Mona Salimullah Khan Sahib. Their names are also mentioned there in the old, old books of Jalalabad. So anyway, the point I'm making here is this. So we had a beautiful, wonderful breakfast there. So Hazrat Muhammad Salimullah Khan Sahib used to say, wherever the Jalalabad students are, graduates are, you must take me there. So we used to go. So I met him those days, mashallah, now they sold everything there. Most of them came to camp down, others moved there. So he came to his son's place, Moana Ahmadullah's place. And we had a wonderful, wonderful lunch there after Jumma, mashallah, dole and rice. And I really enjoyed it. So I even told them that they're really enjoying today's meal, you know. And so many other things we discussed about Jalalabad and so forth. And mashallah, there's Moana Ahmadullah, his children and so forth, you know. Inshallah, they'll become hufaz and ulama. You can see good training. They're getting what from their parents. Allah ta'ala reward all of them. So I told them at home, I eat acne and then I must go and sleep. So today I ate dole and rice and I must go and sleep and so forth. So after that we went because the days are very, very long. So then we wake up, you read Asr Salat, Hanafi time, because Shafi time is early, day 4.30, you can read Asr, and Hanafi time, 5.30 or so, 6 o'clock, because you still got two hours left, still for each Maghrib Salat. So 8 o'clock is Maghrib, plus minus, five minutes this way, that way. So anyway, now this Friday night, our program was in Masjid Salihin in Bayview, and this is now that side there, you know, that's quite far. So we left there early and we went there in Bayview. So, and there in that Masjid Usmaniyah, that Jumma, the Masjid was packed, packed to capacity, very big crowd. I suppose every Friday they have, but maybe a few extra brothers came. But remember, there's a very good crowd. I was actually very impressed, you know, that they have such a big crowd there. And Cape Town, you know, is very vibrant when you're making dua in your khutbah and so forth. Allama is the Islam or Muslimin. Allama is the Islam or Muslimin. The whole Masjid is vibrating. Everybody sing Amin and so forth. Sometimes by us, when you deliver khutbah and that, you don't know the people are awake or they're sleeping, you know. They had, they felt that now is a good time to catch a 40 wing sleep and all these things there. Yeah. So sometimes you think you are dressing the jinnats also. So there in Cape Town, things are very, very vibrant and so forth. Allah Ta'ala reward them. Then that night then I spoke about, now they're also a very good crowd, mashallah, and I spoke everywhere Quran Sharif, and I would explain, for example, that Friday night I said, who must we follow? And in the light of Quran, everybody will say you must follow them. Quran Karim teaches us Follow the path which Almighty Allah chalked out for you. Surah chapter 40 verse 7 And remember then you follow Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam chapter 3 verse 31 فَاتَّبِئُونِي يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ 
Then you must follow beloved Sahaba, the first and foremost, Sayyidina Abu Bakr, Sayyidina Umar, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Ali, Sayyidina Hassan, Sayyidina Hussein, Radiallahu anhu majma'in, all of them. And Surah 9, verse 100, then follow the awliyaullah and the imams. Surah 31, verse 15, وَالتَّبِعْ سَبِيلَ مَنَ نَابَيْلَهِ then I came to Iran, and the people were so impressed, you know, interested. You can see the body language. So I gave them the whole report of my trip in 2013, from 1st of Rabiul Awal to the 13th of Rabiul Awal, and told them that, remember, the Shias are 100% kuffar, and they insult, and they curse, and they swear. Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, Sayyidina Umar Farooq, Sayyidina Usman, Sayyidina Aisha, and majority of the Sahaba. So how can we ever unite with them? <coughs> Unity is very good, but on haq, watawaso bil haq. You can't have unity on batil. So remember that we don't. That can never happen. People who are thinking of doing that, they are traitors to Islam. We must be clear on that issue. So many of them came to thank me and so forth. First time they heard what, what the Shias do. And there's nothing we agree on. Not on hudu, not on salat, not on fasting, not on hajj, nor in nikah. They say you can sodomize your wife also. So remember they promote prostitution, mut'a. One hour you can do Khomeini La'anaullah He writes that in his book Which I have Tawdihul Masail So all this goes on So the people really appreciated it That was Friday night So Saturday Mashallah Then we went there To that masjid there so again now that Masjid the Madani Marcus. So we were there because there also is Hanafi time. And then I spoke about, you know, that the Quran, that what we must learn, which verses we must learn and so forth and so on. So tell Ishraq again and then we went back. Now Saturday we had some two, three big appointments. So our brother Hassan Badat, I just tell him that this time to this time we have to be here and so forth. So Bai Bashir was asking me all the time, what's my program? So I told him, okay, Saturday afternoon, I'll come to your house and then we can have a meal or whatever because he's like, you know, really wanted. He said, no, we won't do that, that he'll invite 30, 40, 50 ulama and then I must address them and we'll have it there in that, but you know where the madrasa is, in that way his son is running it. Ishatul Islam or whatever the name so uh, Anwarul Islam not Ishatul Islam Anwarul Islam and that is where Mona Ilyas and them so I said perfect so then in the morning we went that is brother Hassan Badat and myself we went to Sheikh Sali Abadi's grave because he's my Ustad's Ustad Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia is my Ustad Hafizahullah he's 75 76 years old and he was in Heidelberg from 68 to 90 23 years and I started my hives by him in 68 finished in 70 I was the first student with the help and mercy of Allah to finish by Hafiz in Heidelberg and thereafter we find that you know that he made such great impact on the people and he would tell us his Ustad is Sheikh Salih Abadi so he told me he knows where the grave is. So I said, let's go. When we went there, it was by Hassan and myself, and a white couple were waiting there. 
So they wanted to ask questions. So I went there and I greeted them and they said, like, how are you or whatever you. So they said, we want to ask you that why these graves have 786 written. So I explained to them as Muslims, before we eat, we say Bismillah. Before we drink, we say Bismillah. Before we sleep, we say Bismillah. Before we drive, we say Bismillah. So in the name of Almighty Allah. So that person's wife, wife or girlfriend, I think it's wife, she said, but that's awesome. That's awesome, you know. So I see that they were interested. So I told them that, see, any questions you want, ask me now, I'll answer you, inshallah. So they said, no, we don't have any questions. And then they went away. Then we entered the graveyard. There were two, three brothers there. And straight we went to Sheikh Salih Abadi. Now, Sheikh Salih Abadi is that person, the ashik and lover of the noble Quran. Every week he would complete the Quran Sharif. Thousands of students, how many great, great ulama who have passed away, who are his students, how many are alive, they still his students. So we must show respect. And if you look at the graves, then you will see behind him is his student's grave, Imam Shamsuddin Farfari. He was in he read the Janaza Salat of his teacher, that is Sheikh Salih Abadi, Rahimahullah, in 1999. Six months after that, he, the student, Imam Shamsuddin, passes away. The dates are written there, you can see it. So this is how we went to all their graves, made dua for everybody. Then my brother Hassan Badat told me, you know what, there's a masjid here, let's go there. I said, very good, we got time. So we went there, and it's right on top, like by the hill, and we went inside. There were some renovations, expansions taking place, so they didn't worry about us, and we just greeted them. Now I looked at the history, Masjid Munir. Masjid Munir. Munir means now the new, the radiance is spreading. 1883. Now in two, three weeks' time, we'll be in 2023. So 140 years that masjid is in existence. Subhanallah. So I told by Hassan, we must, this was our 1230 now. And I saw the board there, 1237, they got zawal, like, you know, istiwa. So I said, come, we go and go read two rakat salat, tahiyatul masjid. We make dua. Allah, Jalla protect and preserve all our masajid and mosques throughout the world. It was a very good trip for me, this one here. So how new, new places I saw and experiences and so forth. We must thank our brother Hassan Badat and his family, mashallah. So everywhere, you know, they take us here, there, and if my wife is coming and so forth. So it was very, very good. Most of the time we were alone. So this is now Saturday. Then I came there, Zohar time. We read Zohar Salat. Then Bashir Bhai said, I must go and give a talk. So I spoke for about half an hour. And I spoke about two, three incidents. I said, see, there is a great, great muhaddis and scholar in Medina Munawwara. He passed away now. Sheikh Hamad al-Ansari. I had to look and contact with him in such a manner that I told him, Sheikh, I'm teaching a hadith and I need this. And he said, whatever you need, you must tell me, I'll give it to you. So he gave me some books. He gave me this and that. I went to his house also and so forth. Went to the Vasati Jamia Islamia. The ulama there, he didn't say, but the ulama there say he knows, he knew 100,000 ahadith by heart. And remember, very, very pious scholar in Medina Munawwara. So he would tell the students, you know, who are involved, who came from India, Pakistan, here, there, I like this work of Dawat and Tabligh, but there's one ishkal, one objection that I always have. 
and that is they make amal bil ma'roof they command the good but they you know the prohibiting the evil they don't do nahiyan il munkar so that was one thing that always like bugged him he had reservations so one day Hazrat Mawana Umar Saab Hazrat Umar Palampuri Hazrat Ji Mawana Mul Hassan Saab and them came so the students told them that you know what that this is what you should do they speak to them so a big da'wat was held at Sheikh Hamad Ansari Rahimahullah's place the ulama of Medina were invited Hazrat Mawana Umar Saab Hazrat Ji all of them were there nice meal lunch whatever and then the start said okay tell us what are your you know questions and so he said about this why you don't do nainil munkar so hazrat umar sahab said see i give you two three examples he said that when we look at the world today you can't go according to them tablik jamaat you can't go and tell people because majority of the people are ignorant you can't go and tell people this is haram and this is shirk and this is bid'ah and so forth and so on we instead of doing izala that you just kill their spirits rather do imala they go about explain to them what is right and so forth and you bring them and attract them to the deen of islam and then you will see and then they gave when he was giving his example the people who were present there sheikh hamad ansari started crying and he said that next time you go for jamaat three days i will join you for one day because i'm very old now i can't manage three days so see that nahiyan il munkar is not that always we have to do it in a straight manner we can do it in the long cut but you will win the hearts of people over i am telling you my personal experience i am not speaking of hundreds i am not speaking of thousands i am speaking of millions if you go to south america all these countries brazil and argentina and venezuela and colombia and then you know bolivia and so many and then chile and so forth so all these countries we went to we must remember with the help and mercy of allah that if you study the history and the arabs who left islam it goes into millions tablik jamaat came it saved the other millions and brought them closer closer so remember these two terms they don't have izala just kill the spirits and have imala so i gave them one story you know of mine i was in argentina and i saw this brother there because there everything is open so anybody just speaks to anybody and whether they are naked or half dressed or whatever it's just common there so this muslim youngster i told him what you doing here in this masjid he said i'm the muazzin i called the azan out and i saw him speaking to this girl every day you know so i asked him who's this he said no like my girlfriend i said muslim he said no half muslim now i'm wondering what does he mean by half muslim you know so obviously they all started laughing and then so I asked him Jamil his name is Jamil I asked him he's from France very handsome and you know and he wants to learn about Islam but they don't know better you know he said no friday she come mosque and sunday she go church so she's half muslim i said you know it's ramadan time this is not good come both of us before iftar we cry we beg we petition allah we make dua allah must make a good muslim and full muslim he said yes that's right so we made dua one day two day three then i went away next time i came back there jabil is there 
Ask him, Jamila, how's your dead wife, girlfriend? Still half Muslim. He said, no, full Muslim. I said, wait, wait, wait. you confusing me with your terms. Tell me what you mean by full Muslim. He said, no, no more church, no more that. She left all the Christian business, 100% Muslim. Then I asked her, you married her? He said, yes. I asked him proper nikah. He said, yes. I asked him what name you gave her. He said, Jamila. You see? So sometime in life when you deal with these kind of people, you can't just give fatwas. You have to explain to them. They don't even know the rudiments and the basics of deen. <coughs> For them, one day go church, one day go masjid, they might even think it's acceptable, Allah forbid, because they don't know and nobody is showing them, you know. So there are so many people like that. So now the Tabligh Jamaat, they go in the jungles. They go where and where, pedal Jamaat and what and what. Me and you normally, we can't do all the sacrifices. So millions, not thousands, millions of people have entered Islam or the Islam got saved and so forth. So then they understood and it was a very good thing. And then it was lunchtime and so forth. So I sat next to Bashir Bai and I told him, tell me the history of the Ishtimas and that in South Africa. So he said the first Ishtima was in 66, there in the Sufi Masjid, Ladysmith. 67 was Grey Street Masjid, Jumma Masjid there in Durban, the big masjid, the oldest masjid in Natal. And remember 68 was in Dundee and the Pando family is there. Zainul Abidin came and then 69 was the Newcastle and Hazrat bin Nuri came in 68, 69 also and Hazrat Allama bin Nuri came again in 73 and that is how Dalum Newcastle started because Maqasim Semai is direct student of Allama Yusuf bin Nuri day in Dabel. So anyway then 70, 71 was in Mias Farm. That 71 on I attended. My brother Ahmed Rashid, who became 100% tabliqi after that, and so forth, and I. So I remember I was the only person that didn't have kurta on, you know. I just finished heaps, and they told us there's something going on in Mias Farm. So we went, I'm looking, looking, no translation, nothing, small crowd. And uh, now you say we don't understand, my brother Ahmed don't understand, and after one, two hours we went away. But I remember one of these istima, 70 or 71, we went to Mias Farm, and uh, so I went, my Bashir was telling me, then I was smiling, but he didn't know why I was smiling, because I was there, you know, at that istima. So Allah Ta'ala accept that, you know, and the great, great ulama used to come and so forth and so on. So a lot of things we learn from by Bashir Allah Ta'ala grant him sih afiyah. Then Saturday afternoon now we had to rest and then I had to be there five o'clock at Qasimul Ulum. They are the people who hosted me and invited me. Our students graduates from Dalum. They wanted I must deliver and give them a dars on Tirmidhi Sharif. So mashallah we gave them and gave them the sanad of all my teachers and where I studied Indo Park and you know I didn't start to study in India formally but we got permission from some ulama. So like Sheikh Abul Hassan Nadwi Nawarallah he gave me permission in hadith so all that then we explained and so forth Hazrat Mufti Mutsab Gangohi and so forth and the Arab ulama who gave us permission so alhamdulillah one hour one and a half hour went there very good crowd there was mashallah a lot of ulama came 
And then we went to buy Abu Bakr Ishaq's place, Imran's place, mashallah, we had supper there. And then I said, now after Maghrib, I have to go, you know. So I read Maghrib Salah there in that uh, masjid, the Waterloo. Moana Farouk Rylands is there also. So after long, I met him. He's there, mashallah, from 1990, he told me. Oh, from 2000, no, from 2020 years plus minus is there. So Allah, Allah accept all their khidmat. And then that Saturday, Saturday was finished. And I remember in the evening, I then took my phone and I had so many messages to reply to because the you know WhatsApp and emails all piling up because now programs and going here and so Saturday night I cleared everything up and then Sunday Fajr we went to Islamia. Islamia is the masjid next to us where we were and that is the big school there and Maulana Musaji is the imam there so he said it's fine come here Sunday but Salat is early. I said it's fine Sunday I don't have radio program and then I spoke about you know the Quran Sharif and there were, I see there were a lot of brothers there Fajr so mashallah that you know for Sunday morning some transfer brothers, brothers from Gauteng and so forth were there as well, they all said and I spoke again about Quran and said your holidays make it holy days, your leisure time, make it, you know, use it in the pleasure of all Allah. and then was again breakfast after Ishraq and then breakfast and so forth and uh, we didn't have such a long program but I went back and did my work and did Ishraq and then breakfast, then I had to rest and so forth because now by 10 o'clock I had to be caught up as 10 at Qasimul Ulum for the Bukhari Sharif Khatam. So mashallah I started the Khatam at around 11.15, 11.20. Big, big crowd, very big mashallah and a lot of ulama and public and so forth back to capacity. Allah Jalla accept and then after one hour dars then you know there was an alim from uh, Bangladesh Mawlana Shamsul Alam is a senior alim and he had to make the dua he teaches Bukhari Sharif also there in Bangladesh so we finished one o'clock and then I left from there rushing to buy Hassan's place and then we read Zohar Salat there and just had some tea because two o'clock I had to be back on A you know and there was load shedding again so at two o'clock the lights came back so we then we did the program on the, the landline so two to four mashallah the program went well that by our Hussein Wadi was there in Durban I'm there in Cape Town the engineers are here so Allah Jalla makes it easy we use the technology to deliver and convey the message of Islam obviously a lot of messages were flowing around that you know who closed the masjids and so forth and so on so obviously we know who closed the masjid it was Jusa who closed the masjid it was Darul Ihsan who closed the masjid it was MJC who closed the masjid and we went to court to try and open it Azad Mu'ana, Ahmad Sadiq Desai and so forth so it's a shame and disgrace when people try to distort the and you can see today the humiliation coming to them and so forth so we must be clear on all these issues we warned them so many times whosoever closes masjid Allah will disgrace you in this world nobody can give you honor and year after is worse remember that so I'm mentioning this because the messages were flying around and so forth so we must always remember that who 
Mukta was the masjid in South Africa. Who went as friends of the court to Toza? And Mona Musa Akudi, my beloved brother and friend, mashallah, we performed so many hajj together. Allah reward him, mashallah. He spoke the truth and he told Mona Sajjad Nomani who, who closed the masjid and so forth. So well done to Mona Musa Akudi. Allah Ta'ala reward you for that. And mashallah, then we had to read Asr Salat. We read about up past 4, 4.40. And around 5 o'clock, I know we left and my brother Shedley arranged everything for us. So mashallah, we had excellent seats and whatever you. So we left there at about 7 o'clock at night and then we came here at 9 o'clock. So mashallah, in the plane, we read our Maghrib and then we came home. By the time we came home, it was 10.30, you know. And you know, that brother Khalil, brother Ahmadi Ahmad Wali, and then we had to read Isha and so forth. I was extremely, extremely exhausted and tired. But we beg Almighty Allah, Jalla Wala, Rabbana, Taqabbal Minna, Inna Kanta Samir Alim. We make dua, Allah, Jalla Wala, accept all our institutions, especially our Dalum, Newcastle, our Qasimul Ulum in Cape Town, our Moana Anwar Peters. Allah Ta'ala accept him and his whole team there, Moana Abdul Qadir Mari, and all the youngsters who are teaching there. Allah Jalla Some teachers, I forget their names also, but anyway, Allah knows their name. And then, mashallah, this is Sadaqah Jariah for all of us, you know. So therefore, Dalum Newcastle, Dalum Qasimul Ulum has a special place in our hearts. So we always connected, and I'll advise all of you that your zakat money and so forth, you can contribute towards them as well. So that will be excellent as well. I sent out the details, and anybody wants it, you just contact me, zero we hand you over to the news team brother Suleiman Esop